welcome, welcome to another episode of the Global Venturing Review Podcast, covering the biggest venture stories from the past week across the CVC sphere. My name is Fernando Moncada, senior reporter, and I'll be taking you through some of the stories that stuck out above the rest, with more companies going public, more funds raising money, and more startups closing funding rounds. So first, onto the public markets with the largest IPO of the year so far. That is US-based electric truck developer Rivian going public on the NASDAQ global select market in an $11.9 billion IPO that marked the exits for corporates Amazon, Ford, Cox Enterprises, Sumitomo, and Abdul Latif Jamil. The company increased the number of shares in the offering from $135 million to $153 million, priced at $78 each, which was well above the $72 to $74 range it had set. The company recently began deliveries of its all-electric pickup truck, the R1T, in September this year, and its sports utility vehicle, the R1S, is scheduled to follow suit next month. It's largely pre-revenue, but generated a $994 million net loss for the first six months of this year. Of the listings we've picked out for the week, that's actually the only one outside of India, which is seeing three major ones taking place, starting with 197 Communications, the owner of payment service Paytm, which is set to raise $2.5 billion in its own IPO. The share allocation is set to be completed today, Monday, November 15th, three days before the listing is scheduled to take place on the National Stock Exchange and the BSE Exchange. The shares were each priced at the top of the $27.94 to $28.88 range. 197 will issue $1.1 billion in equity shares to anchor investors and offering up to $1.3 billion for sale. It will be valued at up to $18.7 billion, potentially representing the largest IPO in India in the past decade. Paytm allotted shares to anchor investors last week and conglomerate Berkshire Hathaway e-commerce firm Alibaba and its financial services affiliate Ant Group are among the selling shareholders. Meanwhile, API Holdings, the corporate-backed owner of India-based digital drugstore operator FarmEasy, filed for an IPO equal to $842 million on the Securities and Exchange Board of India, though it says in its prospectus that the offering size may decrease if it carries out a pre-IPO private placement of up to $168 million. The listing does not include an offer for sale, suggesting none of the shareholders will actually divest their stakes in the company, which plans to use the net proceeds to pay down existing debts, conduct strategic acquisitions, and invest in organic growth capabilities including marketing, logistics, and technology. Lastly for the IPOs, FSN Ecommerce Ventures, the corporate-backed operator of fashion e-commerce platform Nika, an online beauty, personal, and pet care product marketplace that also offers its goods through more than 80 brick-and-mortar retail partners across India, floated last week, having secured more than $721 million in its initial public offering. Nike's shares rose 89% from the issue price to $28.67 on the BSC, while those listed on the National Stock Exchange rose 79% to $27.17 apiece in the opening. The company's market cap consequently rose to about $13.5 billion. It intends to use the IPO proceeds to increase its offline presence through new stores. Back over to the private sector now, no week is ever complete without some startup or other raising truckloads of cash as they continue to grow towards an eventual takeover or IPO, and this week was no different. GoToGroup, the Indonesia-based company formed by the merger of e-commerce marketplace Tokopedia and ride-hailing service Gojek, reportedly secured over $1.3 billion from investors including Google and Tencent, as it prepares to go public at a valuation of up to $30 billion. The two internet giants were joined by investors including Abu Dhabi Investment Authority, which committed $400 million of its own last month, and investment and financial services group Fidelity. Avanda Investment Management, Permodala Nacional, 
Primavera Capital Group, Seatown Master Fund, Temasek, and Ward Ferry filled out the participants. Sticking with mobility and e-commerce, First Mobility, the U.S.-based urban mobility service Lime, which provides electric scooters and bicycle rental services in 120 cities worldwide, has itself raised $523 million in convertible debt and term loan financing from investors including ride-hailing service Uber, which, together with Fidelity, Abu Dhabi Growth Fund, and Highbridge Capital Management, provided $418 million in convertible debt, while UBS O'Connor supplied a $105 million term loan. It'll use the capital to boost its growth and expand into more cities globally, while about $20 million of the funding will be deployed to pursue innovations to decarbonize its supply chain. And back to e-commerce, China-based social commerce app developer Xiao Hongshu has reportedly raised $500 million from investors including internet group Tencent and e-commerce firm Alibaba. Singaporean government-owned investment firm Temasek also participated in the round, together with venture capital firm Genesis Capital and investment management firm Tiantu Capital Management at a valuation of up to $20 billion. Xiao Hongshu operates an online platform that allows users to share images, videos, and stories, which can then help leverage online purchases and review customer products and services. Now, turning over to a truly mammoth M&A deal, which is probably among the biggest that we've seen in a long, long time, online food ordering service DoorDash agreed to acquire Wolt, a Finland-based food and consumer delivery service that counts internet group Process as an investor in a 7 billion euro or $8.1 billion all-share deal. The deal is expected to close in H1 2022, and it includes a retention pool sized at about half a billion euros for Wolt's 4,000 employees and its management team. Wolt operates an online platform that allows customers in 23 countries to order food, groceries, or other consumer goods from local shops to be delivered to them at home, and the acquisition opens the door for DoorDash to expand its footprint into a lot of new markets. Of course, on any given day, there will be someone, somewhere, plowing money into some investment vehicle or other, increasingly focused on newer and newer technologies, and the trend for the past couple of weeks in terms of fund closes or new funds coming to the market has been in regards to everything crypto, NFT, or metaverse. This pattern continued this week. Cryptocurrency exchange FTX and US-headquartered public blockchain platform developer Solana's corporate venturing unit Solana Ventures have launched a $100 million gaming fund with venture capital firm Lightspeed Venture Partners. The vehicle will be focused on Web 3.0 gaming investments, which are defined as being underpinned by blockchain technology, and areas of interest will include gaming studios and blockchain technology developers. The fund is intended to capitalize on the growing demand for gaming products that can be monetized, a space broadly known as GameFi, which is accelerating as blockchain technology and cryptocurrency continues to make inroads, into the gaming ecosystem. And, and this is actually something that anyone paying attention has been seeing a lot of. There's an entirely new economy being built, not just in crypto itself, but specifically in the gaming industry. If, if you look at the sheer size of the global gaming industry and consider that soon enough, anyone with a game console or PC will be able to monetize, that is buy and sell products with real value based on the progress that they are already spending hours upon hours achieving while gaming it becomes an incredibly attractive investment proposition that many clearly believe will surely be very lucrative in the future. And it's no wonder we're seeing so much capital being deployed into that space. Not straying too far, US-based venture capital firm Cadenza Ventures has raised $50 million for an early-stage cryptocurrency-focused vehicle anchored by mutual fund manager Van Eck Associates. Limited partners include virtual trading car producer Dapper Labs, blockchain platform developer Solana, and decentralized token platform operator Tron. Other investors include financial services provider Babel Finance, WorldQuant Ventures, Mirana, Leonard's, and Social Leverage, 
as well as private investors affiliated with Kraken Ventures, a subsidiary of crypto services group Kraken, along with virtual currency exchange Coinbase, AngelList, and Norwest Venture Partners. And finally, in a non-crypto-related investment vehicle, Emerson, a U.S. headquartered producer of manufacturing automation technology, has launched a $100 million corporate venturing vehicle called Emerson Ventures, with plans to deploy that capital over a period of five years. Emerson provides industrial automation technology in addition to environmental monitoring software, and the newly formed unit will target developers of automation and environmental sustainability technology, as well as industrial software, and plans to invest in between four to six early-stage companies per year. And that is about it from me today. These were just the main headlines of the week. You can catch our full coverage of the market on globalventuring.com, so make your way over there. And if this is your first episode of the Global Venturing Review, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. As ever, keep an ear out for next week's episode, which you can catch on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you want to get your podcasts. I have been Fernando Moncada. Our sound engineer is Mark Chatterley from In-Ear Production, whose great work you can check out at inearproduction.com. And our intro music is by Kevin McLeod and a Creative Commons license. We'll be back next Monday, as every Monday, with more news. Have a great week. Thank you.